Steve DiLorenzi and all those guys that are promoting these races, they're covering our purse money. And if we don't get fans in the seats, I mean, it kind of just boils down to, we're not going to have any more races. So coming to the races is huge. Episode 85, back at it. It's been a couple weeks, maybe, since we've had Dallas Daniels on the podcast. Doing something slightly different this week. We're going to do another episode without a guest. On the other side of the line is my dude, Rob McClendon. What's up, man? Yo, 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 man. Just uh, got done with a little bit of uh, off-road dirt bike training, and now we're getting ready to cook some dinner and talk flat track. What are you training for? What does Robbie Bobby have on tap that he's preparing for? You know, I should have rephrased. I was with Dalton and Merg while they were training. But <laughs> I did do a lot of laps myself. Uh, just on the pit bike track, man, uh, there was a big ride day today. So it's kind of like I didn't want to be that dude that went out there and got in the way of, like, the really fast dudes. So I stayed on the pit bike track and uh, had fun there. Right on, man. Well, we're going to talk a couple things that have happened here in the last week and a half or so. We want to talk about the live streaming package a little bit. I want to talk about the rule that came out from AFT, American Flat Track, about not being able to race Volusia and kind of our thoughts on, on that, maybe from a rider and team owner standpoint, maybe talk budgets and and things like that. I know you've you've been pretty vocal about that on social media. I've seen some comments, so we'll get the Robbie Bobby opinion on uh, on that whole gig. And uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about the. Um, I wanted to bring it up again the uh, the Mission Production Twins Challenge that was released about a month ago. Uh, I want to want to maybe just touch upon that, and, and we'll call it a show. But yeah, a lot of stuff has happened. I've had a lot of people hit me up and asking me my thoughts, and I'm like got tired of kind of fucking answering it every three days so i'm like let's pot it up and uh who better to chat with uh rules and things like that than uh rob mcclendon so but before we get into that real fast i want to make sure i shout out these sponsors and make this happen week in and week out big shout out to our title sponsor mission foods really excited to have them on board they just sent me a whole box of the organic corn tortilla shells and the organic blue tortilla chips um I'm a big hummus guy, Rob. So I, I do the hummus deal with the chips, like after riding while I'm waiting for dinner and just uh, excited to have their support and just them supporting the sport in general has been really cool. Bell Power Sports, make sure you check out bellhelmets.com to view their full line of products. I currently wear the Race Star Flex and the Moto 10. The quality and safety of Bell is unmatched. And as we say every episode, if you start tank slapping, you want to be protected by Bell. Yamaha Motorsports and Yamaha Racing. Check out their website at yamahamotorsports.com. Motorcycle, ATV, side-by-side, snowmobile, and power products. Yamaha revs your heart. Indian Motorcycle. Since 1901, Indian Motorcycle has been the choice of riders who make their own rules. They got a sick line of bikes, man. They got the FTR Rally, the Scout Scout Bobber, Scout 60, the Chief, the Challenger. If you want to get fancy, the Roadmaster. They got a lot of great motorcycles in Indian motorcycle and they're big supporters of our podcast and big supporters of american flat track moto america super hooligan racing and much more moto america march 10th to the 12th i'm hype on moto america returning to daytona international speedway and the daytona 200 i think it adds a lot more clout to the event 
uh, the last few years. It, it just hasn't been the same. So to bring Moto America in and make it happen, I'm super excited for. I'll be there as much as I can throughout that week, checking out the action. Uh, for the fans that can't be there live, make sure you subscribe to their live plus package and watch from, uh, from home. Dunlop Motorcycle Tires, 19-inch and the new 17-inch tires. Check out their website at DunlopMotorcycleTires.com. We're going to give away tires here in the near future. We just gave a set of tires away this week on our social media pages. So if you don't follow, make sure you follow our Facebook and Instagram, Tank Slap and Podcast. And then a big shout out to the backbone of our podcast. He's been with us since day one, Jerry Stinchfield of Roof Systems of Dallas, Texas, commercial and industrial roofing company with nearly 40 years of experience. Check out his website at commercialroofsystems.net. So Robbie Bobby, let's get into it. Man. Yo, yo. What do you want to talk about? Man. First? Well, you know, I didn't want to interrupt your intro because you you really do a good job with the intro. It's probably written down in front of you, but still. Uh, you gotta I stop wing it. Bragging about, no, I'm just saying, you got to stop bragging about the mission stuff. Man, I've not gotten a single tortilla, a single freaking – I got to wait till the season starts to stock up from the uh, the mission tent, but you're over there getting hummus, and now I just – I'm just going to start calling you the Zohan. That's the only thing I real remember when I hear the word hummus. I don't know if you've seen that movie. You don't mess with the Zohan, but uh, yes, dude, I've he, seen loved, it. he loved the Huma. <laughs> I'm gonna, then, uh, uh, you know what, dude? I'll get you a box. I'm gonna get you a box of stuff because you're uh, you're big on the pod. So I'm gonna hit up my guys Satish, and we'll get you a box of stuff. Oh, that'd be awesome, man! Yeah, uh, for sure. Right. And I mean, obviously, our team just uh, mission supports our team as well. So I'm super stoked. But of course, just the lowly mechanic rider coach guy. He's like last in line, so it's cool. Well. But so where we're going to start with, you. man, I'm like, I'm really excited about the 200 because it's like you said, Moto America's coming back. And I still feel like we need to get Heron or somebody on. Like, I think we need to get Josh Heron on because, number one, he'll talk shit right back and forth to us with us. He's a really good personality. Or, or maybe Bobby Fong would be a good one. But we got to have somebody. We've had Fonger on. Up. We've had Fonger on. It yeah, was but really he'd good. Have, he'd have him on with me so I could share stories and he would just be <laughs> texting me, telling me to shut the F up. Yeah, and we've had okay. we've had we've had Heron lined up, and we were on the call waiting for him to come on. Me and Frankie at one point, and he bailed at the last minute. It was like right after he had his kid, and things got things got hairy. But uh, definitely want to get Heron on because yeah, he's he's fucking full of personality to say the least, and um, a, a hell of a rider, man, and just kind of a pioneer with like the social media thing, and just crushes. It. I mean, he hangs out with Chan on T- Chan and Tatum, so I mean, he's. Yeah, it's kind, of a, it's kind of a big deal. So we'll see. He uh, he's actually not. T- well, I only saw him flat track twice. The first time, dude. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna save the story. I have a crazy story. Like, <laughs> I was just about solely responsible for ruining one of his seasons. Um, he wasn't supposed to be riding, and we talked him into running a short track race. And he's like, good throttle control, but also no throttle control. If that makes sense, kind of like. Kind of like Sammy, like he's out of control, but you know he's in control. And uh, dude, he high sided and and like fucked his season up. And I don't know. Uh, actually, the the this is when he was factory Yamaha Superbike too. So, um, yeah. And uh, and then also the other time he was going really good at Savannah Thorpe, and he low sided right in front of me, dude. And I swear, he skidded his face across Savannah and turned one and two for like a hundred yards. It was hilarious. I was like, bro. <laughs> roll or pick your head up or something but like the whole side of his helmet was just like ground down and of course you know i pick on him but i haven't seen him flat track too much after that so i don't know well, he, you, i think he's so competitive that he's like fuck that i can go just as fast as those guys and he didn't realize it's a whole different aspect 
Yeah, this whole going in a circle thing, it's uh it's not hard to do, but it's pretty damn hard to go fast at. I've that's kind of how I describe it to people. So it's yeah, I don't know. I um well, I don't know if you saw but uh, or heard about it, but Villapoto was on the Pulp MX show this week and somehow they got talking about flat track and he Villapoto was like, I don't know, I I guarantee you I could smoke any supercross guy in a flat track race and I was like, I mean, he was like when I, when he was like doing supercross and they'd go to Vegas, he would crush, like crush the left-handed corners. I always said like, man, I think Villapoto would be a good flat tracker, but um, no, I just thought. Realistically, they all would. They really, a lot of them would look at back in the day, like the X games, they figured out how to back it in. Like I know everybody picked on Jeff Ward, but dude, he was still like 50 years old, but like even James Stewart, man, like he, he rode, he got hurt. But I, I forget which round it was, dude. But I was like, I was really impressed with the lack of seat time he had, but how fast he could. Like you're talking supermoto really though. I know, but still though, left hand oh, is so different. That's so different. You have a front brake. You have more grip. I think that's different. I get what you're saying. I'm though. just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Like I think he. I mean, th- there's like, dude, come on. Any pro supercross rider, perfect example, is is versatile as Sipes is. Yeah, and he can like kind of make mains in the circles like the short tracks but it's a whole different animal when you get like on a slippery car half mile you know oh it's way different um and i think i haven't talked to him but didn't or didn't uh sipes even say like somebody asked him like hey you gonna do any of these other tracks he's like hell no that's too fast or or yeah it's too sketchy <laughs> too fast or something so he he's realizes it, that yeah. like you're on the edge of eating shit every corner yeah yeah and it's like everyone knows Sipes in, in the supercross world as like the flat track guy. And it's like, dude, yeah. Like he's, he's amazing. Like I, I Sipes is the man and he's won a TT, which nobody thought he'd probably be able to do, but, but going in a circle at like Port Royal is a whole different ball game than going to the chip and, and winning at the chip. You know, it's just a yeah, different, well, different, different sport almost, but um, no, I is, think any, but... anybody could do it if they're willing to break, break bad habits. So it's just, that's tough for guys to do. Yeah, so who was it, like, Barsh and them guys at the Blackwell Ranch? And I was, like, I was super stoked that they all had fun. But then it, I was, like, man, they probably thought they were freaking ripping. And they really probably they Did probably you see the video? Them, but, no, was it bad? It was pretty bad, yeah. I mean, it was really cool that they did their press press launch at on a flat track. It was kind of random, but I was, like, dude, this is sick. And, and uh, I watched the video, and it's just, like, they turn the corner and it's full whiskey throttle down the straightaway. And yeah. then it's like straight yep. up and down, turn, 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 slow, slow. And then once they get straight, all bets are off, baby. They just pin the throttle every straightaway. It, it, it was cool, but it's just different. So, uh, and not being a hater because we we're, 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 I'm a complete squid on the moto track. Like, I feel like I'm throwing like, a pretty decent quote unquote whip. And then I see the photo and I'm slightly turning my handlebar and it's like, Oh, that's pretty bad. <laughs> so, so it, it works. Yeah, both ways. Well, but with that being said, man, who do but, you, uh, who do you think's winning the Daytona 200? You brought up the, you know, 200 and bringing back Moto America. Who's your early pick for that race? All right. Are you talking about like, who would I like to see win? Or like, if I was betting a thousand dollars, who am I betting on? Thousand bucks. You got um man if the bike holds together i got hair and all day long those fucking things are rockets and obviously he knows how to run up front in the 200 but with the ducati they don't have the greatest record but they haven't used the new platform on that race yet so 
man, I mean, I know it's not, it's kind of cheating, but if, uh, if I call out Heron, you didn't, I mean, I think he's got it, but shit, man, the bike's got to last. And I just don't know enough about, I mean, I know their program, their team's going to be fucking amazing. Can you, speaking of that, how sick would it be if they put a second bike with Petrucci out there? Yeah. Yeah. A MotoGP was, winner running the 200. I was wondering kind of who's even in the 200 really. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure like, well, I, I got firsthand knowledge that Brandon Posh is racing it. He, he won it last year. Oh, for sure. He's going to, we got, yeah, man, I hope he wins. We got Posh. Uh, I heard Gagne was, is Gagne doing it? I think Attack is putting the bike together. I think Attack is building a bike. I think. Well, whoever, it'd be nothing for Stan Bowie. What do we got on the M4? You got Escalante. I'm sure he'll do it. And, uh, uh, what's that other kid's name? Lot, uh, Lockoff. 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 He'll do it. Yeah, but I don't know. I haven't, I haven't heard from Ulrich. Um, he hadn't called me in a minute either. I need to check on him, but, uh, usually, He'll tell me, um, but I don't know. I didn't hear that they were running it. Slick. Slick's in it, I'm sure. When, yeah, I think he's in it on the uh, TOBC bike, so he's always tough. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be good. And uh, and the fact that it's back to uh, – it's back – it's not a club race anymore. It, you know, it's it's going to be good. I'm excited. I uh, Yeah. I mean, it, not that it wasn't good before. It was just it was just a little different, you know. So, it'll be it'd be, uh, be cool to see what we got this year for that. So, I think I think Duhamel is going to come out on the Aryan Racing CBR 600 and put it to everybody. Man, I tried to get uh, oh. I tried to get Miguel on the podcast, and uh, he's like the only guy I've ever tried to get on here that like wanted to get paid. Like he's like, "Is are we getting paid for to come on?" I'm like, "That's ah, not really like how it works." <laughs> so. That's funny. I that he would even ask that. I mean, yeah, I know it, he's like was big time, you know, in his day, and still much respect, but. You should be like, yeah, man, everybody gets a tank slapping t-shirt and a 20% off Applebee's gift card. <laughs> and then, uh, or just be like, yeah, we're going to pay you and don't even talk price. And then when it's done, it's like, yo, what's your PayPal? <laughs> and send them like $27. Yeah. I mean, and be like, usually we only do 20. I mean, we've had Kenny Roberts and Pastrana and some pretty badass dudes and yeah. Wayne Rainey and Schwantz and none of them asked to get paid. So it threw me off. I was like, ah, I can't pay you, bro. But if, uh, you know, I, I'd love to have you on the fans would love to hear from you. And you know, I, I didn't hear any, anything back, but obviously I'm a huge fan of, uh, of those guys. I'm a nineties kid. So nineties road racers and flat track and all that stuff. I'm a, I'm a big, big fan of Miguel. So I just thought that was funny. He was asking me how much the check was going to be. I'm like, well, you see the way my bank account set up. I, uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to pull that off, but um, now let's get into it, dude. Like I said, a couple of things I wanted to chat with you about. Um, let's get into the live streaming. I know you said you don't know a heck of a lot about it, but that was huge news this week. Um, they've already announced the Fox Sports deal, which we're going from NBC Sports, American Flat Track Series, to Fox Sports. And I did chat with somebody really high up at AFT. Uh, I'll throw it out there. I talked with Gene Crouch. And I got some insight and I can't drop all the knowledge, but I did get a lot of good knowledge and insight on the live streaming this year. And I, I was going the bat a little bit prior to talking with Gene, like just the fans. Um, I think last year, what was it, Rob, like a dollar 99 a race or, I mean, it was stupid cheap. And I actually thought it, it was too cheap. Um, you know, I didn't feel like our sport yeah. was a dollar 99 a race sport. I mean, I think it devalues what, what we do and people can, watch the whole five, six hour event for a dollar 99. Um, 
and now it's up to four. It's it's a four ninety nine day of the event per race and three ninety nine twenty four hours prior to the event. And I was dumbfounded by the amount of fans who were just fed up and mad about the three ninety nine price range for one AFT race. Like, I mean, a gallon of gas in California is five dollars a gallon right now, and and I, I just the price point first, man. I just like, what are your thoughts on it? And uh, it's just like, yeah, I'll just get your thoughts on it first and I'll kind of go over some things that I want to talk about. Well, I mean, anytime you can watch the racing live from your home, I mean, obviously I would still say, Hey, go buy a ticket and go sit your butt in the stands, but obviously not everybody has that luxury. So if you can't make it to a race, like you said, way too cheap at one ninety nine. I mean, granted, the the thrifty part of me says, man, that's a hell of a deal. Don't don't talk shit about it. But the other side's like, man, like you said, it's it's uh it it, it was almost too good to be true. And um there but there were so many people that still complained. Like, how can you complain that it's not free? Like it's a product, it's a service, it is an entertainment venue. Like I, I don't understand. That's what's so weird about our sport, even the so called fans, like Imagine how much money people pay to just tailgate at a freaking net, uh, football game. Yeah. Not even going in to watch the game. They're just tailgating. They spend like hundreds of dollars on food, and we got people complaining because they have to pay $2 to watch it in front of their computer with a tub of popcorn in their lap. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, I think social media, but anyway. I think social media these days has made a lot of people feel really entitled on getting free content. And I actually think the live streaming thing, I could go, I could do a whole podcast on on live streaming as a race promoter and, you know, as a racer, but I think it, I think it's, it's, it's really hurt the promoters, man. Like people, it's, it's so easy for people to just go get a case of beer at the grocery store, pay a dollar 99 or whatever, three ninety nine now, and just sit at home and not, and not travel to the races. And the promoters are what pays our purse. I don't know if a lot of fans know that, but like, like Jared Meese and, you know, when AFT events promotes their races and the Kisos when they did Springfield and, um, Steve DiLorenzi and all those guys that are promoting these races, they're covering our purse money. And if we don't get fans in the seats, it, it, I mean, it kind of just boils down to, we're not gonna have any more races. So coming to the races is huge. And, um, and that's, that's a huge part of it. I think the most important part of it, but you look at some of these other races in flat track, I think flat out Friday fight club, when they did that bull taco deal, all those events are like $20, a race. Um, and, and then we have, you know, a pretty damn good product at three ninety nine, and, uh, and it's just, it, the fans are talking about it being overpriced. So if you're a fan and, and you can support, um, it does support the riders. They're like, well, how does it go back to the riders? It's like, man, if you guys, you guys watch, it helps our numbers. It gives the riders a package to go to sponsors and, and get some of these sponsors. Um, and it's on Facebook this year, man, which created some people were, you know, poking fun at it, but the Facebook, um, paid online events, I think it could be huge. Um, you're sitting there throughout, your, yeah. you're sitting there throughout your day, Rob. And, you know, when do you accidentally just type in, let's use, um, like fanschoice.tv back in the day, like nobody's just casually going on fanschoice.tv to see what's going on, you know, during their day, but everybody is, is scrolling Facebook. So if you get on Facebook to see what the hell your uncle Harry did for, you know, on a Saturday and there, it shows up in the feed that everybody's watching this flat track race, 
you're going to get a reminder that, oh shit, this is on today and you're going to pay the $3.99. You're going to share it. And it kind of like everybody else sees it. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's kind of like the social thing where you can share things. So I think it'll be huge. And this is a new, a new deal with Facebook that they're doing like the Facebook sports. And I, it's actually, yeah. that could be really cool. And it could be the future of, of live streaming. And there's, it's, it's a new thing. And um, AFT is kind of one of the first sports to get involved with it. I think it could be big. I'm, I'm actually really excited for it. So. Yeah, I am too. Anytime you can get more exposure is a good thing, man. People still talk about, Oh, the good old days. And, and yeah, I get it. You know, everything was different back then and everything was better and every racer got a thousand dollars on the way out of the pits on the most beautiful prep track in the world but you are in a spot now where you know with all this viewership that's only helping the riders out whether people don't understand well how much money are the riders making off of that it's not about that it's giving you the opportunity to get more exposure and i know we've been over this a million times but it just frustrates me it's like like all these tools are sitting there right in your lap like why are you not capitalizing on it? Oh, and that's that's the rider's responsibility, man. A lot of it. It's like, dude, they're AFT, they're giving you this, they're giving you these TV packages to go to sponsors and say, Hey, you know, Bell Helmets, you know, we're on NBC Sports, you know, or Fox Sports, we're on there 18 times per year. You gotta sell the product, man. Like you, you can't expect them just to write you a check. Like you gotta take what they're what they're giving you, the platform, and go go make it happen, you know. And we've talked about it. We could over this yep. a bunch but anyway all of you know the facebook the, <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know the paid events it's it's on you can watch it on your smart tv you can watch it on your xbox um like i said there's some things i can't mention right now they're gonna come out in, in coming weeks but there's a huge increase in production quality from what i've heard so you know um the way they're doing it this year it's a uh, it's a uh, it's made for live tv a little bit more i guess is uh from what I understand. So the production quality, you're going to see a, a noticeable, noticeable increase in that. And they're also bringing on another very well-known announcer to the team, um, motorsports announcer to the team this year. So that'll be, that'll be huge and uh, excited about that. I can't, I can't really talk about it too much, but I don't even know if I was allowed to hit at it. So sorry, Gino, if you're listening, but um not it wait 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 yeah. is it somebody that you like and i don't necessarily like uh we'll see i don't i don't i don't i don't want to drop any hints because i don't want gene to kind of uh cut me off from uh insider info but no there's a motorsports guy that's coming on and uh yeah he's well known and uh should be good so and then we got uh i'm pretty sure we have the same team from last year as far as everybody else but i know they haven't mentioned that so that's just a lot of that is kind of speculation on my part but i did hear they're bringing in somebody additional that should be uh should be good so um and then like i wanted to mention too rob the uh the price points compared to other series um like moto gp oh don't don't do that don't even do that you're gonna have they're not gonna know what to think yeah just what's moto gp a year i know because i just paid it i'm pretty sure it's, it's over a hundred yeah well i think it's like twenty dollars a month um yeah, it's over a hundred dollars for the year. Right. And I can I just get the year package because I don't want to forget like MotoGP morning and like not be able to watch it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And and there's not really a supercross one, I don't think. Well, maybe there is. Peacock. It's yeah, yeah. So Peacock, peacock. you gotta pay the Peacock. And then uh Moto America is uh eighty nine ninety nine right now for the season, which I thought that was a good price. I'm like, I do you do to watch all the all the classes they have in Moto America and pretty much every event, they have two races. Um, that's 89 99 for the season. 
or twelve ninety nine. No, that's worth it. Yeah, or twelve ninety nine an event. So that's worth it just to watch the Twins Cup because that's clearly the most best awesome class they've got, <laughs> even better than the Baggers. Oh, I don't. Superbikes are nothing anymore, and I hope I hope Moto America is listening right now too because. The Twins Cup needs to be the show. They listen, dude. Let's get some attack performance twins going. They listen. <laughs> they listen for sure. Uh, I know they do. I know. Well, uh, Bice, remember me and Bice went back and forth like a long time ago. Now we're cool. Um, and all the other guys, too. I've, I've done a few pods with those guys before, uh, back in the day. But, yeah, I know they I know they listen. They know they have good shit going. Yeah. Yeah, no, so. They need to bring me in to be a guest announcer. <laughs> I was going to say, you've gotten in the argument online. I, I had no idea that happens. Um, yeah, rare, it, should, it should be good, man. It's going to be a good season across the board. And I just thought the live, I just wanted to kind of give a different perspective on, on the live streaming and yeah, hopefully the fans, you guys can support it. Cause it, it, believe it or not, it indirectly, it helps the riders a shit ton. So, um, you know, and then you mentioned it, I'll just touch upon it real quick, but you go to an NFL game, man, what is it like 200 bucks or something fucking crazy? Like, uh, to go to some of these sporting events, you know, it's, it's expensive to watch these guys throw a ball around and not to knock on their talent, but, uh, you go to a flat track race and maybe I'm biased as fuck, but the racing is spectacular. And, um, you know, to, to complain about watching it for three ninety nine, it's like, come on, man. Like you're telling me like three ninety nine, a couple of, you know, 16 times a year is going to break your bank. It's like, get a clue, you know? So uh, it's got it's no. got to make yeah, sense. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. It's got to make sense. We can't yeah. just give free content out. And the way the world is changing, um, shit, it wasn't long ago. You you know, Miriam Dietcher was giving us play by play. Do you remember that online? She would like, yeah, like she would give us yep. the text. Like, me, uh, what was it? Like, Chris Carr took the lead. She no, it was in the comment yeah. section. It was like she would be doing a live video, and then the comments she would comment. Like, of course, back then it was you know mostly all right, Halbert or Dalton because she like you know, dating Howard and she loved all. No, this is, I'm like, talking early two thousands. Like I'm talking one 800 flat track.com oh, way back. Yeah. 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 She would like, yep. she would like just type in, like it was like a chat room and she would just type in like yep. who took the lead, who won the race. There was no live video. Um, that was like ahead of its time when she was doing that. And you could like type back and say, Hey, so-and-so watching from wherever, um, and then even prior to that, Rob, I mean, what was it like in the seventies? People didn't even know who won until they fucking got cycle no. news the next week. So. Yeah. Two weeks later, you got cycle news, which <laughs> actually that was up until like right before Miriam, because I can specifically remember, you know, if I didn't talk to somebody or wasn't at the race, I was like, always wait for cycle news. Cause you got a new one like every week or so, which was amazingly badass. I miss that magazine. Dude, me Hell, too. I miss Miriam too, even though, I mean, yeah, we need uh I wonder how she's doing. Yeah, but, we had her on uh oh, we had her on last year and uh she just she's really busy from what I understand. She kind of checked out from the racing world and it's a shame because we we kind of took her for granted. That whole flat track live thing was awesome and we just don't we don't have that consistent content from somebody at the races anymore, you know. So everybody, you know, it's like they wanted to hammer her for different things and now she's gone. It's like, damn, that was, uh, that was really cool when we had that. But, um, yeah, anyways. Yeah. Anyway. So what was, the, what was our other topic we got to discuss? Volusia, man. So rule came out that oh, yeah. let's talk about it. Uh, Volusia, you are not allowed to race the pro riders AFT 
you cannot race on the same racetrack. I did they say like 10 days or something um, prior to when they're when the national is, but anyway, you can't, we can't do the Steve Nace race this year at Volusia prior to the grand national at Volusia. And I'll let you go and kind of get your thoughts on it. And then I'll kind of, I'll chime in a little bit with what I understand from the whole deal. Yeah, no, I mean, and so I said this in one of the many Facebook arguments I got into, like, first of all, I see both sides of the coin. Like I love Steve and Kelly to death. Like I've worked for them. I've raced in their series. Like they're great, amazing people. And I wish that the pro riders could race. But the promoter side of me or, or the other side sees the point like, you know, AFT is kind of they have a, a, a program and that's their rule. So whether or not you like it or not, if I was racing, I can tell you, I'd be up there bitching and moaning and complaining because, you know, not that I'd be winning or podiuming, but, you know, even getting, you know, a hundred dollars back is better than not being able to race at all. So I get that, too. Um <clears throat> You know, the way I was trying to tell people is like, you know, I was trying to, I guess, in a way, give two different perspectives and give some pros and cons. And, of course, there were some people that understood what I was trying to say. And then, of course, there's other people that, you know, cussed me out. And, oh, that's because you're on a big factory, blah, 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 team. Y'all got budget. and We need to make race money. But, you know, on that token, too, like, realistically, and we'll just use singles, for an example. I mean, if Estesy shows up, if Turner shows up with Dalton and Merg, who Merg always goes good there, Dallas Daniel, well, he's not on the single anymore, but uh, Tre- Trevor, you know, KTM guys, you're still most likely probably not going to make too much money, you know? I mean, if you got the, because all the fast guys would be there. Yeah. And then, you know, as a team owner back in the day, I'd be like, well, cool, that's less wear and tear because Volusia is really, really fast. It's really, really abrasive. So you're going to be burning through extra tires, which, Dunlop doesn't do contingency for, um, I don't think, for the NACE races. And, and yeah, I do know other brands do do contingency for NACE, which is awesome. But the guys running the pro stuff, they're not going to be going and getting testing data running a different brand than what they're going to be bracing the Nationals. But my whole thing is, you know, I see both sides of the story. I see both sides of the coin. Um, and I, I hate it for the people that really want to race. And also, you know, I hate it for, you know, Steve Mason, Kelly Bell, because I know how much that, uh, you know, they usually get a pretty damn good big field of pros. And that's that's not only taking money out of their pocket, but that's expense money that they need to rent the facility and, you know, get fans and stands because, you know, Steve's not – I don't know how you would promote a race like that in Daytona and say, sorry, we're not going to have any pros. So, you know, well, it's going to be tough, man, I, I, like I said. Yeah, I mean – so I'll, I'll give a little bit of background info on, on my experience with this. Uh, the last, last year we was the first year we've ever been in a, a position where we race Volusia at the NACE race. And then we race the national there. Cause prior to that, we've always went to municipal stadium, uh, the short track outside of uh, NASCAR turn one and Daytona TT. So it wasn't the same track in years past, uh, last year, Yep. They they let the pros race Volusia and then test at Volusia yep. and then race two more events at Volusia. So they they did do it last year, but prior to that, I've always thought that was a rule. Like I never knew anything different. I knew you couldn't rent tracks out. Uh, I thought it was the same year. Uh, so if if we're racing at 
let's say Port Royal later in the year, my understanding was you can't rent Port Royal out the whole year prior to racing there after Port Royal is over, then you can rent out the track, but you can't ride the track more than five laps, which is considered a media day. That's been like that since 2006, since I turned pro. So there's really nothing new there. Um, last year they made an exception that maybe they shouldn't have looking on, looking on it now because now everybody's, well, you let them last year. And um, to be honest, man, I didn't race Volusia last year at the NACE event. I did Savannah and, and I do a lot of Steve's races. Like I've probably done more of Steve's races on my twin than most guys have. Um, but yeah, you know, no, but no. the wear and tear on, on the bikes and, and just getting like my team's from California. Right. So if, if we feel like we, um, they're letting us on the track, we feel obliged to kind of do those races. They have to leave four days in advance buy hotels, you know, all those extra days. And it's just, it, it's, it's a big expense for, for teams to do it. So, um, like you said, I'm, I'm bummed for Steve and Kelly that we can't, they can't have top pros at, at their race, but I mean, you go to the races, you're, you're going to see some badass amateur guys, some vintage riders, some former national number riders. So as far as the fans go, like definitely still go to those events. Like you'll, you're going to see some badass racing. Um, and I'll be oh, there because sure. I'm going to put Cruz out there this year. He's going to do all the bike week races on the, on the 50. So I'll be there as a, oh, as yeah. a peewee dad, but as far as the, the pro deal and not being able to race there, um, I don't think, I don't think there's anything political about it. It's just, I think it was, it's always been that way. Um, but, yeah, but again, I, I don't have any insider in knowledge on that either. I, I guess that's, you know, fuck, I don't know, but no, I don't either. And, and, you know, I'll, I'll name drop, you know, my kid was very mad and, you know, I'm like, dude, I was trying to like, you know, be respectful and whatnot to him, but he's like, well, show me the rule book where, and I'm like, dude, I don't have a rule book from like 2005 or 2000. I'm pretty and sure like, they're in there. Honestly, I probably, I probably threw away last year's rule book from in Charlotte, like on the way out, like, like that's, I don't pay attention to last year's shit. If there's something new, they highlight it in red and I can see what's changed. But like, I've just, I guess, never been in a position to, to rent out a track. And usually other than like, say what Springfield short track and now Volusia, but what other track? They did do a Lima. Would, they, would, they did a Lima test day for a few years back in like the early two thousands, mid two thousands. And then Springfield TT, they'd always have a test day. And, um, and we have a test day of Volusia on Wednesday, which we race Thursday and Friday. And to be honest, I hate the test days. Like, I don't, I don't like that. We, I don't like that we have test days. Like I'd rather not even go because you, you almost have to go, you have to get the lap times on the track, you know? And I don't like, I don't, I'd rather just go race. Like I, I I'm confident in my ability yeah. to figure a track out and, making my guys unload and reload an extra day and spend the money. And the test days, it's like 300 and 350 bucks. It's expensive. And so I don't like, Plus I don't tires. like the test you know, you're not, you're going to be, you're going to wear through tires. I don't cool. like the test day either. If, if anything, you know, and I know AFT guys probably maybe listen to this podcast. I would just oh, do, they but do. Yeah, yeah. Man, like we, we don't need to be there from eight in the morning until like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Stop doing that. Yeah. Quit it. Quit. Open the gates. It's noon practice at two and there's you know and then we can go from two to like six or two to seven there's still like so much track time yeah 
And then same thing on race day, man. We don't need to get there that damn early. Yeah. We get there, unload, then we sit around for four hours. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't say I disagree. I mean, I yeah, I, I don't like the testing, but like if they're going to have it, I tell my guys they don't like it either. It's like, dude, if they get it, it's like if they're having a test day at like Port Royal last year, Atlanta TT, we've never raced those tracks. We got to be there. You know, it's all the top guys yep. are there. And yep. it's if you don't go, you miss out on like, what do we do on the test days? We do probably 100 laps. So it's like, damn, you got to go. But, oh, so many laps. But the wear and tear on the bike, it's like, so shit, many laps. man. So. But anyway, so um, that was talked about. It was big. And yeah, like I said, gutted for Stephen Kelly, but I get it. Um, and it is it is what it is. You know, as a rider, it's I uh, I'm not mad about, you know, I, I want to show up and just race like I don't want to mess around uh, doing sorry, audio problem uh, doing that other stuff. Like, I just want to so, focus on what we're doing. So. so I do have a question then on that and then we can end it or whatever. But uh, so say that. Rob McClendon's got his pro sport license, or sorry, singles license. And you know what? Screw it. I'm going to race Kelly Bell's race. Because they can still have like an open pro class, like guys that have framers or whatnot. But but if I'm AFT and you go to the race, is there a penalty? Do they say, sorry, you're not allowed to race at all? Or do you get you oh, know, no, you, you're, docked five points? No, you can't race. Like, they won't let you race. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Like, if you if you're at – you know, if you go to Volusia, if you go to the NACE race at Volusia and then you, you show up at the AFT race, like I'm pretty sure you're, you're not going to be able to, to race. Like I, I think that's the rule, but I mean, that's, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it's just a fine, a penalty or, or sorry, you're DQ'd before you even get on the track. I don't, I don't even know. think they'd let you on the track. I think if you were, I think if they knew one of the AFT licensed guys was there, they would, uh, they'd call him the next day and say, Hey, you're, but would they would they sit them down for both Volusias or just the first one? So I don't I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like you know, there's, I, I, obviously there's a there's some rule there's a rule book, and I'm sure it's in there. Especially knowing you know Dave McGrath, he's probably got it memorized. Like oh, that's page 48, section two dash C. But we need to get I'd uh, to look into that. I've been trying to get Kevin or or McGrath on the show. We need to we need to get them on the show at some point. That'd be uh that'd be good. I know they listen. So get come on the pod. Yeah, I want to. Well, McGrath has no problem telling me <laughs> how it is anyway. Uh, you know, I, but McGrath doesn't care about your feelings, race. dude. He's, he's, no, he doesn't. He's going to tell you how he it is. Not. And uh, I've said it before. Yeah. I've, I've got a lot of mutual respect for David, but if you uh, piss him off, he, he, he ain't scared to tell you. So, um, no, no, he, he, he's an equal opportunity, you know, right there. You get in his face, you get right back in your face. You talk to him nice, he's going to talk to you back nice. Yeah. Same with Steve and a lot of those guys really. So yeah, no, it's, so that was big news, man. Uh, you can still like Steve's still doing Lake city. Uh, it's the, the new Savannah. I've been calling it Savannah 2.0 and I, I even got LJ and John that they're, they're, they're calling Lake city Savannah 2.0. It's just, man, it's not the same, like not having Savannah anymore. Oglethorpe. That was, that was like the hype you would, you would get, I would pretty much just come down for Savannah and it's like, all right, I guess we got to go to Municipal Stadium afterward. Like just Savannah was my favorite racetrack for so long and now it's gone. It's just crazy to think about. I know I'm still friends with a bunch of the employees there, like on social media and the one guy, Randall, who sometimes would do their announcing and kind of, kind of like second or third in command there. He was showing me pictures like they're selling off the equipment. I'm like, okay, well there's still a chance. 
And then he's like, all right, now we're selling the kitchen equipment. I'm like, oh, man, okay, shit, damn. All right, well, they can get a food truck, you know, and, like, it still hasn't really sunk in yet. And I'm just really dreading when they finally, like, have pictures of the entire place, like, just a flat parking lot. Like, it's going to be devastating. Like, yeah. Ah, man, man, I lost two of my favorite racetracks in one year. Like, I did – a cycle world article maybe like four or five years ago is my top 10 favorite tracks I've ever been on. And two of the racetracks, Savannah, Oglethorpe Speedway and Trailway Speedway. Um, Trailway just got sold. It was the track I had my first race at and I won, I think I won my first Steve Nace all-star race there and a lot of good memories at Trailway Speedway and in uh, Hanover, Pennsylvania, a lot of that track's been around my dad. I think that was one of my dad's first races when he started and, uh, they just sold the track. Man. So it's, man, it's, but it's, it's really sad. It's, uh, you know, in the last few years I've gotten to test there quite a bit and, you know, I'm thankful for that just to get in this, get the spin. Oh, I probably spun more laps there in the last decade than anybody. And she's gone. So it's, it's crazy, man. Just to, so it got sold to not be a track anymore then yeah and i heard man i heard so there were some people that wanted to uh, buy it and keep it a track and there was some rumors that they they didn't want to keep it they they were holding off for a you know a housing developer or like a better deal and sure enough i'm pretty sure it went to some sort of housing or some other shit like nothing nothing fun i know that so so damn, man, that's man, my that's first race i never track, got to ride there. it's like the first one i've raced at so it's crazy Sorry, bud. Yeah, I'll get over it. But it also, I also shattered my arm there. So I've, that's where I, I destroyed my arm in 2010. So good and bad. Hey, um, you going to Daytona Supercross? Yeah, probably. I think so. Right, let's go. Yeah, I mean, I. Let's roll up in it like we own it. <laughs> well, I mean, you were on the podium uh, with Justin Brayton. So <laughs> we're. Yeah, but. But we can do better than that. We were talking. We actually, better. we were talking at dinner last night. It was like Vanderkoy, Briar, a um, couple of us, and we were like, someone said, like, "Hey, is uh, is Savannah?" Or I'm sorry, Savannah. Fuck, <laughs> is Daytona. It's probably like the hardest one to get into out of all the Supercross races. And I'm like, that's probably the easiest <laughs> one to get into. And 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 Briar's like, I mean, McClendon was on the podium with. Brayton, so like, you're like you're like peeking your head through the, the background of, of the podium. Yeah. Uh, great. Yeah, that'd be funny if if I did again and Barsha got on the podium and like Barsha like drop kicks me. Like, <laughs> he don't he don't seem like he messes around. Like don't you get on my podium? I earned this one. Uh, I think he actually did. they're not even their podiums are kind of lame now. Anyway though, they're not like doing the crazy ones because I guess. They don't want all the riders next to each other with the oh yeah the, yeah yeah the Joe Biden pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yeah I'm with you man um I know you voted for him <laughs> that is an absolute false yeah. that's not true <laughs> hell to the no um I'm gonna change your name to Corn Pop <laughs> bro, Corn Pop Texter I mean. Corn do I look like dude. that guy? Do I? Because what I I like I because I eat healthy. Is that what? Because I no no no. It's, just it's just a funny joke. Joe Biden said corn pop was a bad dude. <laughs> corn pop. Yeah, you didn't ever hear that nah, one. That was dude. hilarious. I mean, I know there's so many, but yeah, there there are quite a few mm -hmm. pretty funny uh funny quotes. But uh, all right, well, I think I'm ready to go eat tacos now. Well, one one more thing. Last thing I wanted to ask you about is 
um, I don't even know if I talked to you about it, but the mission production twins challenge, have you heard any more on the rules or the purse amounts? Like I know it was announced, but I didn't know if we've heard anything more about it. Um, and what, what do you Man, think, feel- what is the ceiling for a production twins guy? Um, take me out of the equation. Cause I don't know if we're doing it. If me and my team are doing it, um, we, uh, man, it, 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 what's the ceiling for the, some of these guys you think to get up there and do well, man, I think it's, I think it's a great opportunity, man. I mean, it's working well in road race. The only thing I see like, and I mean, I'm not going to take you out of it because you're clearly in it, whether or not you're going to participate in it or not, but it's going to have to be a team in my opinion that and I don't really want to call it a backup bike because let's be real, man. Like it's going to be tough for some of these teams. You know, I know for a fact, you know, like the Harley guys, we would come in and, and check the clutch and, and other stuff. And obviously you're going to change tires. And the thing is going to be melting hot just to go back out there and heat soak and beat the shit out of it again. So you almost, I mean, the money's pretty good from what I hear. So I would have to have an, not even, I don't even call it a backup bike. I would just have bike one and bike two or, or a and B, you know, cause you don't want to go out there and race against the super twins on a quote unquote pile of shit backup bike, you know? So you need, two good ones um i haven't seen the the purse so i can't really speculate on that but i've heard it's pretty good um a good opportunity there so i mean if we yeah, let's I, say we I have shape as a racer let's say we have 12 or 14 super twins guys like we had last year and you put a production twins guy on the fourth or fifth row what racetrack do you think gives them the best shot and what's the ceiling like is there anybody that would that'll get a top five is you know podium possible i think a top five is going to be i think top five is going to be tough only because you know i've we've seen jd and them they've gotten top fives and they treat it like a win and they're on you know full factory yamaha's essences which i'm not taking anything away from jd and not trying to say that you know their bikes are better than a production bike or any worse than production bike but if i'm just speculating i got to think that their yamahas are damn near as good as you're going to make a yamaha um you know tim's very passionate and i know that uh you know, they don't cut corners on anything. So as far as the top five, I think doable, you know, um, yeah, for sure. Certain tracks. I think that you and Johnny Lewis could have possibly top five at Daytona short track when you guys had production there. I didn't, I didn't, that's me not even looking at lap time. So hell y'all could have been a second a lap slower. I don't know, but you just both looked really good and, and smooth there. Um, and I mean, I, I come from the fourth row at a track like that. It's going to be really tough, but, We'll say Laconia, I think, got a good shot if it gets rough. Um, hell, I would put Johnny Lewis on the podium if it got rough. You know, no doubt. Um, yeah. Same thing really with Lima, man. Like, y'all were hauling ass at Lima. Yeah, but, dude, um, Lima then, from the fourth row, I mean, it's – that's the thing. Like, yeah, track well, position is, the, is key. Like, that's, you know, Moto, yeah. Moto America, they do it and it works well, but they go off qualifying, so – you know, if you're a stock 1000 guy and you qualify fifth overall, I'm pretty sure you grid up fifth, regardless of how you finish in the race. Yeah. Um, I could go out and yeah, that's, I could that's, be th- that's tough. Yeah. I could be third fastest in qualifying overall. I win my production main event. I'm still starting fifth, you know, fifth row, no matter what. So taking away that track position makes it, makes it really tough, especially on a track like Lima. I mean, that would suck fourth row. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was going to say. You got to, you got to get through the first corner and maybe either hug the bottom or just rail around the outside to 
pass like six or eight dudes in the first lap because you're not. I don't think you're gonna want to just pass one at a time, and for freaking however many minutes it is. I mean, you're gonna get hammered, especially on the twins and all the new big ass rock climb has got. Yeah, but what's um, the risk to reward too? Like you just said, oh, you gotta hammer around six guys and blah blah. It's like okay, like for an extra thousand dollars, like it's you know, I mean, it's 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 cool, it's good money, and it, it's cool they're putting that money up, but like the risk to reward, it's like how, how sendy are guys going to get, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, they want to get data, you know, just data from the production guys to super twins, but is it fair data? I mean, we're, we've already just raced the main event, you know, it's not our primary class. So what, you know, how skewed, is that a good word? How, how off will the, you know, be, will the data be like, you know, I don't know. So. Yeah. I mean, I guess only time will tell, you know, maybe we'll find out in a few, few weeks here but, uh, yeah <laughs> excuse me i think it's still a good way to to make some money i mean okay another example i mean didn't uh and we're gonna go back here a few years but and of course she was kind of by herself but didn't Shayna have like the fastest lap of the day on a production cowie twin but it was called like basic twins back then yeah and actually course, you it was, XR, you, it was you talked about daytona short track i actually had like the second day i had the second fastest lap of the day at Daytona short track. And then it's actually crazy, but Atlanta short track, uh, in 2020 in the main events, I had the fastest lap time out of the super twins too. So, um, so we had the fastest lap overall, but, but you can't really compare those times. Um, because the dirt's different, the same thing. Well, Dalton did the same thing in 2019 on the Harley because, yeah, yep, you know, yep. poor, poor Sammy and Vandercore, they were having to hear it. But, dude, the track's different. Like, everything is different, even though it's the same. So Sometimes yeah, it's better. Sometimes it's between, worse. Yeah. Yeah. Until you line up next to Briar or Jared or, you know, Bree Rob, you know, it's it does you. that's what's so cool about this, in my opinion, though. You're going to finally get to see. Now, the downside, which I hope they maybe can rectify, is, is it kind of sucks because you're you're handicapped because you're starting on fourth row. So even if you're on the fourth row, Corey, and you are a tenth faster than even me at Atlanta, but you still got to pass 14 or 15 other Indians, and you know they're not going to be giving you the ideal line. So you know it's just it just kind of sucks if you could somehow. It almost be cool to have the mission challenge like the top four super twins and the top four production twins in like a six lap shootout or something. I like that idea too. I know, I think maybe we talked about it or somebody else talked about it. Um, I might've talked about it with maybe B Smith or somebody, but yeah, no, but it's, it's going to happen. It's cool. Mission foods is man. They're willing to do whatever it takes to help the riders out. And it'll be interesting. I, I, like I said, I don't, I don't think, I don't know. I don't think we're, it's on our plans right now. It's just, um, it just, we, we're not sure how, how it looks. We got to see what the, what the rules look like and the purse amounts and uh, if it's feasible, but um, yeah, it'd be interesting. I just wanted to get, yeah, I mean, it's gotta make sense, right? It's gotta make sense. So, but um, cool, man. Well, I know you're, uh, you're hangry a little bit. You, you want to eat some dinner, so I'll let you roll, but uh, thanks for coming on and chatting, man. And I'll chat you soon. Yeah, man. Kind of a mellow show tonight, but lots of good information. And, uh, and yeah, let's work on something good for uh, Heron or something. We'll, we'll, we'll get that, that podcast out of here. Text them, dude, hit them up. All right, we'll do. Later, bud. All right, later, homie. Always good insight from Rob McClendon. 
uh, passionate guy and one of my good buds, man. It's uh, it's good to get him on and, and talk about some of this stuff. So we talked about the live streaming and a little bit of my thoughts on that. And Rob chimed in on his thoughts. And I, like I said, I'm excited for the live the live streaming this year. And yeah, uh, you like social media, man. It's there's so much free content out there. And as I mentioned, as a race promoter myself, you know, I looked in into the live streaming for the Winter Throwdown this year and the price point that I had to get to was way higher than I thought it would have made sense. You know, it was, it was $25 a person and, you know, with AFT only charging a dollar 99 last year, it was hard for me to even make it feasible. Like I didn't want to charge the fans $25 uh, to watch, to watch what we were doing. So, you know, the best way to go about it is obviously try and go to these races, like try and support it old school, the sights, the sounds, the smells, try and be there, support the promoters, because if we don't have fans in the stands, then none of this is even going to be talked about because we won't have races. So try and support the, uh, try and support the events. Some of the events last year were packed. They were sold out. They, it was good. And there were some other ones where we just can't get crowds to. So if you can be there, be there, but if not, Go on and, and be open-minded to that, to the new live streaming. It's going to be a really cool thing. Facebook is, it's wildly underrated, um, which is crazy to think about, but everybody's on Facebook these days. You're checking it throughout your entire day. It consumes your life. And the fact that we're going to be on there live streaming these events could be really, really good. It could be a really good thing. So uh, be open-minded and yeah, 399 guys like, come on. It's, it's a gallon of gas. It's, it's cheaper than a gallon of gas in most States. So, so check that out. And then, yeah, we, uh, we talked about the Volusia deal and, um, the testing, the racing, the same track for the national. I just wanted to give a little bit of insight on that because, um, I've been a pro since 06, I was pro sport 07. I was expert. And I've always thought that to be a rule, uh, it was cool. They let us run the NACE. They gave us the option to run the NACE event last year, but you know, they took it, took it away. <laughs> so you're not able to able to do it, which like I said, we've talked about, there's pros and cons to, to both, but um, yeah, good show, man. Good show. Good, good having Robbie on. We'll get back to uh, having a guest next week. It's been busy. I'm down here in Florida. We're training and getting ready for the season and just talking with sponsors. The weather's been pretty awesome. Honestly, I, I don't know if I should even talk about the weather because I know a lot of you guys are in cold, crummy weather up in the Northeast riding on the ice. And uh, yeah, it's just a different planet down here. It seems like some days, but uh, a lot of guys are down here. Uh, Briar, Shana, JD, Dallas, Trevor Bruner, Raspoli, Max Whale, Brandon Robinson, Vanderkoy, Jared Meese, I'm sure I'm missing some guys, Cody cop and it's, uh, Trent, obviously Trent, Trent's been staying with me, Trent Lowe, Evan Renshaw, a young amateur kid. He's here hanging for the week and, or maybe two weeks in training with me. So good group of guys down here. And, uh, it's been good to have people to push you week in and week out. So yeah, shout out to all the, all the crew for, for, uh, for being here. Jesse Janish, another guy who's, uh, uh, now he lives in Florida. I, I, I'm probably forgetting more. There's there's a lot of people down here. So it's the the group rides on the bicycle and the days at the moto track. They're they're definitely a lot of fun. So um, want to give another quick shout out to these sponsors that make it happen week in and week out. Make sure you go on and and just thank them for their support. Our title sponsor, Mission Foods. Just 
again, just super stoked to have them on board, reaching out to us and wanting to, to get, wanting to get involved in what we're doing here on Tank Slap and Podcast. Bell Power Sports, the whole crew at Bell, Benny and Kyle, everybody that supports us. Uh, we appreciate we appreciate that, the quality and safety. As always, it's just unmatched. If you start tank slapping, you want to be protected by Bell. Yamaha Motorsports, check out their website at yamahamotorsports.com. Motorcycle, ATV, side-by-side, snowmobile, and power products. Yamaha revs your heart. Indian Motorcycle, Gary Gray and the whole crew at Indian Motorcycle. Really, really appreciate your support. Since 1901, Indian Motorcycle has been the choice of riders who make their own rules. Big supporters of American Flat Track, big supporters of Tank Slap Podcast. And just uh, thanks again to uh, Indian Motorcycle. Moto America, they've been with us now for a few seasons now, and we're getting hype. Daytona International Speedway, March 10th to 12th, and the return of the Daytona 200. Check out the action during Daytona Bike Week. And if you can't be there live, make sure you subscribe to the Live Plus package. $89.99 for the season, as we mentioned, or $12.99 per event. The coverage is excellent. They do a really good job with that Live Plus package. Dunlop Motorcycle Tires, Michael and Rob Fox, the crew at Dunlop, we appreciate you guys being on board with us, supporting everything we do. The 19-inch tire is the official tire of the American Flat Track Series, and they also have a brand-new 17-inch tire that a lot of kids are stoked on. So make sure you check out their website, DunlopMotorcycleTires.com. And a shout out, as always, to Uncle Jerry. Appreciate Jerry Stinchfield, Roof Systems of Dallas, Texas, keeping the sport going. Without Jerry, there'd be uh, a lot less pro riders in the American Flat Track Series right now. So um, if you need any, any, if you need any kind of uh, roofing work, commercial, industrial, check out his website at commercialroofsystems.net. Nearly 40 years of experience and one of the best in the country to do it. So we appreciate that support. It's a wrap. It's a wrap on the show. Quick one. If you can subscribe to the channels, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify, leave us a review. That's always appreciated. And yeah, just keep tuning in. We're going to be come back next week with another guest. We'll keep it rolling. Big shout out to Billy for keeping the, uh, the edits of the pods going. And then my, my co-hosts, whenever they can come on Frankie Garcia, the bagger legend and Robbie, Bobby McClendon till next time. We out.